Buenos dias from Gracia. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 28th of September 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Leader of the Partido Popular, Alberto Núñez Feijó, has been called to the chopping block this week. The investiture debate started on Tuesday the 26th. Normally, it's a two-day affair, but the debate is guaranteed to last longer because Feijó doesn't have the 176 seats that represent the absolute majority needed to become president. For the first time in his political career, Feijó spoke in Congress to make his case for the presidency. After three votes, he didn't get enough support. Surprisingly, it wasn't Pedro Sánchez who replied to Feijó's speech, but PSOE member Oscar Puente. While some congratulated him for his way of criticizing the Partido Popular, others said that his reply was kind of harsh. Now we'll have to wait until Friday when Feijó must restate his case and will need only a simple majority of more yeses than noes to be elected. If this fails, a two-month cycle starts where King Felipe VI can propose a new candidate and Feijó can try again. If Spain is still without a president by the 27th of November, re-elections will be held around the 14th of January. Moving towards some social politics, the infamous case of Luis Rubiales has entered a new chapter. Francisco de Jorge, national court judge, opened proceedings into the non-consensual kiss on Monday the 25th. Prosecutor's office is looking to charge Rubiales with two alleged crimes, one for sexual assault for the non-consensual kiss of the player and another for coercion. Hermoso maintains that Albert Luque, the national team director and marketing manager Ruben Riviera, pressured her and her fellow team members to go out in public and show support for Rubiales. Luque, as well as Hermoso's brother and one of her close friends, have been called to testify. While the World Cup win blew up in the media, a quieter storm was brewing on Tuesday, the 5th of September. After market hours, state-owned Saudi Arabia Telecom Company announced it had amassed a 10% shareholder stake in Spain's Telefonica Company, becoming the Spanish Telecom's biggest shareholder. Still, Spanish government announced they are reviewing the purchase. They're investigating the national security implications of having Saudi Telecom as primary shareholder. As Yolanda Diaz, vice president and Sumar party leader pointed out, Telefonica manages a lot of people's data, which could be bad news in the wrong hands, particularly one of a country that tortures and kills people. A shocking event on Thursday the 28th ripped the city of Jerez de Frontera in early morning. The Elena Garcia Armada Institute was evacuated after a 14-year-old student spontaneously stabbed two fellow students and two teachers. According to local police, the student suddenly got angry during morning class, took out two large knives from his backpack, and tried to stab everyone who went near them. The student is in police custody, and medical staff quickly took care of the victims. According to the Ministry of Interior, over the past year or so, crime right in Spain has reportedly increased by around 5%, so this case only adds to the unfortunate statistics. Still, despite increased cases, Spain's overall crime rate between 2022 and 2023 is 48% lower than UK's 79 and Germany's 53%. Spanish singer Shakira is awaiting trial in November for tax fraud charges, accusing her of tax evasion between 2012 and 2014. However, this week, the Spanish prosecutor lodged a second tax charge against the singer, accusing her of defrauding the state of 6 million euros in 2018. She's facing up to eight years in prison for the first count of evasion, so with the additional charges, she could potentially face even more severe legal consequences. 
Meanwhile, there's been a worldwide media uproar over the Spanish bullfighting tradition after a man died on Saturday the 23rd because a bull injured him at an annual bull festival run in Pobla de Fernals, Valencia. According to the Humane Society International, around 180,000 bulls are killed in bullfights around the world every year, and in almost every fiesta, at least one person is injured with frequent fatalities. Speaking of dangerous animals, on Friday the 29th, a list of potentially dangerous dog breeds will be scrapped as part of the reformed animal welfare law. The old law stipulated that specific list of dog breeds like pit bull terriers, dogo argentino, Staffordshire bull terriers were potentially dangerous, meaning they had to wear a muzzle and leash in public. Dog owners were also required a specific license and insurance to have these breeds. With the new rules, the list is scrapped. Instead, dogs showing aggressive and violent behavior and who are reported or have been in incidents will go through a sociability evaluation test and be classified as dangerous regardless of their breed. Now dog owners have to register their dogs on a central database of pets. The aim is to help owners locate missing animals, aid government bodies in charging owners with mistreatment. If a pet owner fails to register, they could be fined, and in a worst-case scenario, the pet could be taken away. Among other new rules, you can't leave any pet unattended for more than three consecutive days and even less, 24 hours, for dogs. Pets can't be left inside locked vehicles, exposed to heat or cold, and shouldn't be tied up in front of a shop and left attended. Moreover, there are animals you can't have in your home. You can't have poisonous reptiles or any reptile that weighs more than two kilos, about four pounds, when it reaches maturity, except tortoises and turtles. Primates are not allowed, and you can't keep wild mammals who weigh more than five kilos or 11 pounds when they become adults either. Since we mentioned vehicles, you may recall a few episodes ago when we mentioned that EU member states are introducing tighter vehicle limits and low emissions zones in their busiest centers to improve air quality. Great initiative. Italy, France, Czech Republic have pushed for weaker rules after the Commission proposed further restrictions known as the Euro 7, namely standards on particle emissions from brakes and tires. However, many member states are concerned that adding more restrictions could divert resources, development work, and investment away from producing more electric vehicles, or that is what they are saying, at least in close cooperation with car manufacturers. In light of these concerns, on Monday the 25th, Spain, currently in charge of the rotating presidency of the EU, presented the revised draft Euro 7 standards. It's now up to the Council, the European Parliament, and the European Commission to negotiate from there. On the topic of Europe, Spain and Britain are at loggerheads this week after a diplomatic row over illegal immigration. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak insists that illegal immigration should be a top priority for the upcoming European Political Community Summit in Granada on the 5th of October, asking Spain to change the agenda. Spain, however, has decided that artificial intelligence, Ukraine, graduate mobility, like, for example, Erasmus and Erasmus Mundi programs, and the Euro 7 standards are more important topics and doesn't really care what the UK has to say about anything after Brexit. Moving to green initiatives, Chef Ada Parayada, her initiative called Gastro Recoup, is making strides in the fight against food waste. Nearly 20 chefs and 17 restaurants have joined the movement and will be creating delicious meals from the 26th of September to the 8th of October. The meals will all be made from perfectly good ingredients that would otherwise have been thrown in the trash. Prominent restaurants like Sempro Niana in Barcelona and Normal in Girona are participating. Link to the Ara Parayada TED Talk 
on gastro recoup in Spanish is in the show notes. Another hugely popular waste food app worldwide is Too Good To Go, founded in Denmark in 2019. The Danish company purchased Spanish startup We Save Eat in the same year, and according to the Too Good To Go statistics, it has saved around 150 million restaurant meals from being put in the bin worldwide. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. This Spain Rorschach update is one of the country-specific podcasts we do, but we've been experimenting with some other topics. We've got a new show about the Arctic, where we update you on everything going on north of the Arctic Circle. The Arctic update is the third of a new series, along with the ocean update and the multilateral update. Look for them in your podcast listening app of choice, or follow the link in the show notes. Tell your friends. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.